Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Jameson. Big facts. And Chris Warren. Scuba Nelly, no! <laughs> we just watched episode 8 of The Challenge Rider Dies. We saw some beef between Michelle and Amber, Nelson making the hardest decision of his life, and Michelle and Jay finally getting what they deserve. We're going to do Killed It or Send It Home, Jameson's Juicy Deets, and MVPs and Losers, but first, some questions. Did Nelson make the right decision, Chris Wern? Uh, judging by my intro, no. No, he did not. No, he did not. Man, it made me really upset, and it really surprised me. And I don't even care if... Look, here's here's the thing for me is, first of all, Fessy's backstabbing would have been... What he's done is way more than what Nelson would have done of just voting him in. Like, let's recall here what Fessy did was he knew that Nelson was going in to elimination and then he showed up and saw that it was a hall brawl and said, I wanted it in. I want in. I'm going to take him out. And that is just not how you play with a bro. That's just not it. Mm -hmm. And man, like I, for Nelly to not see that or just, I just, I feel like Fessy's going to do it again. He's going to do it again this season. There's going to be a situation in which he can screw over uh, Nelson and my heart's going to break because I want Nelson to win the season. Him and Narice, I'm quickly going all for them. Um, but, yeah, I'm really disappointed. I'm really disappointed. And, I, I mean, like, I don't know. It seems like maybe uh, Olivia's okay with it. But, like, dude, what are you doing? It's just it's just a mess. <laughs> I, I can't I can't say anymore. Jameson, take it over, please. Oh, just, man, Chris is distraught right now. I am, is, I am upset. I mean, all excellent points. I, I totally agree. You know, the thing, like you said, like Fessy, if, if Fessy was in his shoes, he would have fucking screwed over Nelson again and again and again. Like, it doesn't even, it doesn't matter. Like, oh, poor Nelson, man. His, his head's in a pretzel there. He's so stressed. He doesn't know what to do. You know, Olivia's just like smiling, like, come on, buddy, you can do it. You can make the right decision. And this, <laughs> he just fucks it up, man. I mean... It, I just, I just, it's Fessel, like, come on, it's Fessel, dude. That the guy has no loyalty whatsoever. I mean, he's hooking up with, you know, female after female. Like, he would always go for the female over his one of his bros. Like, he is not a bro. He is not a bro. I wonder what made Nelson think that he's now his bro. Because at one point, he's like, hey, we wouldn't be sleeping in the same room together if we were bros. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You sleep with six other people in this room. The The whole point of the challenge is you have these forced, like, I don't know, uh, orphanage-style rooms that you have to sleep in <laughs> with half the cast. It doesn't make you friends. Not to mention that everybody sprints into the house to start the freaking season to fight for a bed. <laughs> as, if, as if they're like, hey, 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 this is our room. I really want to sleep. No, I got a room with room. my bro. I got a room with my bro. No. <laughs> No, so ridiculous. Oh, yeah, Jameson, you nailed it. Like, Fessy would never do this. He would never do the same thing. If Fessy was in his shoes, he just, he would have done, you know, the opposite. He would have saved the girl. He would have thrown Nelson in. And I just don't, yeah, I don't think it's good. I don't think it's good for his game. I think, I don't know. I'm getting all upset about it again. I'm sorry. Hey, bad for <laughs> We're not quite at the point yet where you need to make some, like, do or die decision to throw in the person you're dating i mean that's just not gonna work out in your personal life and fessy's not your friend anyway who cares 
Yeah. Well, and, you we know, all can agree that your female partner usually forgets something like that. She will never hold it down against him for the eternity if they keep dating. You know what I mean? Like, of course, yeah. she's going to forget. No, dude, she's going to hold that against him for as long as she's still kissing him. Yeah. I want to say, too, big up to Olivia because she she seemed to handle it really well. Yeah. She wasn't too distraught. And throughout the whole episode, she's like, I got feelings for him, but I'm not like she didn't even go play the like. Uh, guilt card before the fact you know she didn't even do that um so good on her for that uh and i think you know again it's also a mistake because i i look at that uh challenge and i'm not sure if fessy and uh i think it's mariah is that his partner Something whatever like that yeah i don't think like it would have been a good matchup they maybe wouldn't have made it back into the house like and i don't think you know you wouldn't have had jordan and the rest of the everybody telling them what to do like they did for Horatio and uh, Olivia. Yeah, really not well thought out. And it, all it did was give me respect, as you said, for Olivia, for Horatio. They seem very resilient. They roll with the punches and they they keep coming back with, totally. as we've seen now, really no support system. If your boyfriend can't look out for you, who, who do you got? <laughs> Poor Nelson, man. Usually he's good at these situations where he has to use his brain but i mean had you had you ever seen anybody so distraught over pulling the safe dagger <laughs> he couldn't no. look at her he couldn't look at her yeah and you know like, what i didn't even need to see the reveal of the daggers we all knew what was going to happen jameson michelle and amber professed their love for one another in the beginning of this episode is there any bigger challenge kiss of death than talking about what good friends you are like the uh, teacup said in Beauty and the Beast, tale as old as time. Yeah, no, it's a fucking, it's an awful, awful recipe for success. I mean, it's it, over and over. We see it every scene, every single season. It's like on repeat. You know, you, you open it up, you see the, the little testimonial. I'm so close to them. I feel so close. We're best friends. Nothing could get in between us. Fast forward 15 minutes, and what do you see? They're fucking fighting. They're sending them into the, you know, the, the gauntlet. It's over. So it just never fails. Um, you know, no one is close in this house. Okay. Yes, outside the house, you party, you get, you get, you have some good times, but it's a million bucks. You know, we saw in this episode, bananas has won fucking almost two million dollars being on this show. These these people need money, okay? They pretend like they do real estate on the side. They need some fucking cash, okay? So you're not you're not real friends, you know, in, in the end. Yeah, you can't be friends with someone who you're trying to take money from, basically, right? I mean, but, uh, you know, back to this whole bit of friends. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I've seen this so many times. It's actually on movies um, where they introduce a character. All of a sudden, you like this character. They do something nice. And then next thing you know, they're dead. They sacrifice whatever it is. As soon as you're getting to like them, it's just the way they do it. It's just for extra drama. The uh, the only problem I really have with this friendship drama bullshit with Amber and and uh, Michelle is that it was just the most boring drama I've ever seen. Like them talking in the bar was just like, dude, I wanted to just fast forward and be like, I. I, I'm over this. I don't really give a fuck about any of these problems. It was just the most boring drama ever. I just don't understand what qualifies as a friendship on this show because we saw 
Jack with two K's devastated that Jay threw him in. And he's like, he's like a brother to me. They had met like four days prior. Like, I just feel like the great friends is overused on, on this show. Definitely. Oh, 100%. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I guess mean, when you are just staying in the same room in a bed next to somebody else that makes you great friends, then like <laughs> bros, bros, in fact. Yeah. You're like, you're like immediately great friends with like five other people then just on day one. Yeah, I guess my uh, freshman roommate, Dylan, that I caught watching anime porn is one of my best friends. <laughs> Shout out, Dylan. I wonder what Dylan's up to right now. You Thanks for listening, Dylan. Anime porn? <laughs> I would love to know what Dylan's up to now. <laughs> Let's do Killed It or Send It Home, Chris Worm. Um, so we saw it was... Johnny Bananas, 40th birthday in this episode. Uh, and Nani had this really sweet idea to make a card and have everybody give him cake. And Johnny even got a kiss from Mariah. Mariah, again, still don't know. Probably have that thing up. <laughs> but she included on the card, she included that his total winnings were $1.8 million. Did she just blow her chance to win the challenge by putting a huge target on her back, killed it, or send it home? I'm going to send it home that she didn't put a huge target on her back. I feel like, you know, it would be taken in good fun. I don't think it it was taken seriously. Um, so I'm going to say not a huge target. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with that. I'm gonna send it home as well. Like, I think they already had the target. You know, like it's Johnny Bananas. Like, no matter what, when he comes on the show, he's got a target. Everyone knows who he is. Everyone knows how much he's won. Maybe not the money amount, but they know, you know, that he's a legend and you know, he's the goat of the challenge in, in, in a way. And so I think he already had a had a target. You know, just for the sake of argument, I'm gonna say killed it. Uh <laughs> But, you know, I think, obviously, you're right. A lot of the people on the show already know who he is. But if you didn't know, now you know. And there's a whole contingency, obviously, being uh, led by Devin, uh, just anti-winners in the final, basically. Uh, he wants a new winner, and he's rounding everybody up. And honestly, I think it could come back to bite him in the ass, or at least bite Nani in the ass, as she's looking for her first win, uh, that she just had to put it out there that he... Remind everybody, hey, this guy's made $1.8 million on this show in just winnings, not even what he's gotten paid. He doesn't need to win again. So I don't know. I'm now that you it. say it, other than him and Amber, not that many champs in the house right now. No. no. Bunch of losers. Bunch yeah. of losers. <laughs> <laughs> Jameson, what do you got? Uh, mine actually involves bananas as well, Chris. Um, you know, they, he's celebrating his 40th birthday. Looks great, BTW. Looks great. Um, you know, ripped. He's still having fun. So, killed it or said at home, Bananas is on the challenge until he's fucking 50. Ooh. I'm, you know, Think I'm going to jump it. in there. I'm going to jump in there and wait, maybe I'm going to jump out of there. No, I'm going to jump back <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say killed it. I don't know how old CT is. I think they're about the same age, right? Is he 40 as well? Yeah, I think he might know. be a little older, but I'm not positive. 
like bananas looks great i mean to 50 that is extreme but i don't know there's something about the way bananas plays the game that i think he'll be uh, he could be coming back he could be coming back he could still be doing it i mean he's single like i don't know do you see someone like bananas settling down i feel like He's someone that the show could always rely on, no matter how old he gets, to like bring some kind of chaos to the game. Uh, and you know, I don't know. I feel like bananas could outlast the challenge. Who knows what's going to happen in MTV? But uh, I feel like bananas got the staying power. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna say killed it. I want to. I want to see him at fifty. Um, I'm gonna kill it as well. Can he win the challenge at fifty? Probably not. Can he appear on the show? Absolutely, he could appear on the show. Right, like. I see no problem. I bet Darrell is well into his 40s at this point. I feel like why not have him show up even as like a stunty thing in 10 years if the show's still on. He's the biggest legend that's ever been on the show, him and CT. So I feel like, you know, nobody would be mad at seeing a 50-year-old Bananas come in. It might be a little sad, but nobody would be mad. (laughs) No, not at all. I mean, all right, I'm definitely killing it. I, I, I think it's it could definitely happen. Think about it. Ten years from now, all these contestants are, you know, on their hoverboards and they're, you know, doing these things and you know, spaceships and shit. I see it happening, man. And Johnny Bananas rolls up. I can just see TJ with his, you know, who how how old will TJ be then? Maybe he'll be fifty-two. Um <laughs> you know, Johnny, guess who's here? Johnny Bananas, and you know, he just fucking, and then he, there he rolls up, and he's fucking 50 years old. I could totally see it. Uh, why wouldn't he, you know? He's made two million bucks already. Might as well keep it going. Um, um, TJ is uh, 45, and Google uh, auto-filled American Cyclist, they called him. Oh. <laughs> American Cyclist? Is that an upgrade or a downgrade for TJ? I, I guess he sees that as a downgrade. Would you guys say that TJ is more known for the challenge or a fucking being a BMX rider? At this point, the challenge for sure. He hasn't been a competitive BMXer in 15 years, something like that. At least, dude. Like, I mean, probably 20 years. Like, I feel like I remember watching TJ Lavin on the X Games when I was like 12. Yeah. And being like, dude, this guy's sick and like there's it, it dave Ew. mira also like right here. oh dave mira great great call out and like, it stuck out to me for cameo yeah <laughs> it always stuck out to me too because tj lavin just sounds like the most x games name of all time that totally. is so true i don't think anybody could even write a more x games name than tj lavin <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if he was a, a snowboarder, like oh, you know, everything, all of it. It, 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 it works for it everything. <laughs> he does it all. Just the decathlete the of extreme sports. Decathlete, fucking TJ Lavin. <laughs> <laughs> so we saw at you know one of these weird bars they went to. Jordan was cozying up with Narice. Is a single man free to do as he pleases? Or is there an unwritten rule that if you're in a house with your ex-fiance, you shouldn't be uh, throwing that in her face? Killed it that he's allowed to send it home if this is breaking a rule. I'll fucking take this one. Um, Wait, I'm going to send it home that he shouldn't be fucking doing that. Like, 
My thing is, you know, it's interesting. I was originally going to have Jordan and Nisa be my MVP, but then I saw the preview of next week's episode. And yes, I told you I've moved on from Tori, but I still have a lot of love for her and heart for her. And the fact that he's getting all cuddly wuddly with someone else, I just, oh man, it was slimy as fuck. I get it. Okay. They're not together anymore. They haven't been together anymore. I see Chris's face right now. Look, it just, it just, come on, man. Come on. You can't, don't do that to Tori. She's so sweet. And the fact they've been cuddling Nakey Nakey in the beddy beddy. Like, come on. You can't, you can't go, you can't do that to her. How dare you? You sick son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> either way, I, I don't know. I just feel like it was too far over the line. So, yeah, send it home, whatever the hell the question was. I got yeah, really I'm gonna, heated though. I'm going to send it home too. I, I just wanted to point out that uh, Jameson, he's canoodling with your new crush, Narice. Uh, I know it's all over. So, the man, the you and taste. you and Jordan are basically, you know, I I can't wait to see with the grandma uh, babushka on or whatever, <laughs> whatever that thing is he was wearing around his head at the end. Um, next, next he's going to start dating Corey, and then he's <laughs> then it's over. He's going to be he's going to become bros. He's going to Jordan fuck is, up with Corey, become bros, and then I'm fucked. Jordan's <laughs> mission is in life is to take everything that Jameson loves <laughs> and and love it harder. Oh, so uh, true. I'm right there with you, Jameson, though. I'm going to send it home as well. It just, you know, it's only like, what, three, four episodes ago that they had this real, like, emotional breakthrough and, like, it felt like they're being very mature about it. And now, yeah, there's these details at the end of the episode that are coming out that is just like saying that, you know, I don't know if anything really happened between them, but like I imagine something did if you're sleeping naked with somebody like, come on, who just sleeps naked next to somebody? That's just insane. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, just like, what what are we doing here? Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to send it home. It's, it's, it's not right, like... If you want to do it off the show, off the cameras, uh, and and not around Tori, I think, you know, I don't know if maybe Jordan has a weird thing because Fessy's there and there's that history there. Like, you know, who knows, maybe something was said behind the scenes, but like all indications are that they're pretty happy with each other, you know, and, and things are pretty mutual and like maybe progressing in a positive way. So this just feels wrong. So, yeah, going to send it home. Danny, how do you feel? I'm going to send it home as well. I think uh, had it been, you know, several years, they both knew they were coming on. They both know they're dating other people. I think that's fine for him to go on without her having any idea and then do that. I I just think you got to be discreet about this. You can agree with Nerese. Hey, yeah, let's hang out after the show. I don't know. There are other ways to do this. They were right in the middle of the bar. I I just think... Uh, that's a no fly. Yeah. Can't do that. Especially Jordan. Like he's been on the show so many times. Like he knows how to like get away from the cameras. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he knows, like, if you want to do it, okay, whatever. But like, you know, fucking get, you know, get over there. Get, you know, find a way to get out of there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Time to get juicy. With Jameson's Juicy Deeds. Oh man, what a lead in to the deeds. Uh there I got I got some juicy sexy deeds tonight um that I'm excited to share. But first, all over the internet, uh and by the internet I mean Reddit, uh there's rumors 
Uh, the production rigs things so teams like Bananas and Nani can stay longer. Chris, I thought it was interesting you brought up the point of someone in the box with the the, the knives, but it might be fucking real. Um, it, there's just a bunch of reports that, you know, they let Bananas or Nani know which sword to pick or, you know, all these different. I, I, just, I don't know. I don't have any truth. I don't have any, like, confirmation. But I wanted to bring it up to you guys and hear what you thought about that. And this is like an open secret to the entire cast or they'll just like whisper in their ear and sort of rig it that way. What is the, what's the true allegation here? The latter. There's, there's been, like there's been reports that they get little heads up, little, little, you know, a little, a little whisper here and there of what to do in certain situations. Hmm. I mean, look, I wouldn't be shocked, I guess, to a degree. I, I like, I could see something like that happening just because look at a lot of the people who are watching are fans of someone like bananas and Nani, you know, exactly. um, and you know, they're not fans of uh, Horatio and Olivia, or at least not yet. Right. And so like, I could see them kind of giving the nod for the sake of the show to these people to like, keep them on and to like, boost their own ratings essentially like i i don't know if anybody's that hardcore of a fan but i could totally see like if you ended up in a situation where the final was like all rookie teams a lot of interest would probably drop off yeah uh, sure so could i believe it yes do i want to believe it no so i choose <laughs> not to believe it <laughs> Stay pure. It's all it's all real. There's nothing fake about it. It's like WWE. Uh, Reality so, TV. <laughs> it's real. Uh, so we talked a lot about bananas uh, tonight. You know, it's 40th birthday. Um, so the word on the street is that bananas is an expert at keeping his hookups off camera. So like, apparently throughout the entire season, Cass have said it, that him and Mariah have been getting really frisky all season long. Um, and what's really interesting, I saw this multiple re multiple reports by you know some fucking username bullshit dude, but multiple reports that when he gets slapped in the face with the cake, and they said, "Did you get that on camera?" It's actually because he was kissy kissed Mariah, and he didn't want he made sure that it wasn't on camera because he didn't want a camera. I think he has some kind of connection with the producers, like, "Hey, I'll come on the show, but if I'm hooking up, you don't fucking put that shit on camera." Because if you think about it. We haven't really seen like Johnny hooking up with anybody, but apparently he does it all the time. And it comes out after every season. Yes. I think, I, he's more or less like a producer of the show, just <laughs> right. I mean, I feel like they pretty much accommodate him with whatever he wants to be doing. It, this is not the first season that he's come in late, which buys him a couple extra weeks on the show. Like, I just think, uh, you know, he's the golden, he's the golden child of the show. The Golden Goose. The $1.8 million man. That's it. <laughs> now, I mean, you did see, she did kiss him, though, on camera. Like, through the cake, right. I guess. I don't even know. But, but apparently it was connected. I kind of, you know, I wish we saw it. Because, I mean, like, look, that's part of the fun of the challenges. That weird night vision camera, catching people doing things. I oh, don't want to be caught doing things. night vision hookup camera. Yeah, like, and everybody talking about it. And I want the night vision. I want, the night I want to see that blanket night vision style go over someone's head and then we're cut. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that. 
<laughs> Reality TV, it's real. It needs to be real, man. Okay, last but not least, it's a bananas episode. This of her juicy deeds. Um, Polly, remember Polly? Fucking loser. Uh, you know, so basically, Mariah posted uh, this week. She said, "Putting all that Thanksgiving food to work." You know, with a picture of her butt. I won't sugarcoat this. And then Polly commented on it, and he said, uh, "I can't help but see this and wonder how she thought a three-inch shrimp, three-inch shrimp." He's, He's talking about his penis, Johnny Banana's penis. We get through all that booty. Do rookies do their research and realize that nobody comes back after that? Just ask Natalie, Angela, Morgan, Jenny, etc. You all playing yourself. So that was really weird me reading that. But I wanted to give you guys the actual tweet. Uh, what do you guys think about Polly fucking being a little bitch? It sounds about right. I mean, I I'm I can't stand Polly. I can't stand Carmaria. I mean, they they keep living up to who they are. I'll say that. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Why? I, I don't know. <laughs> why do you even have to? It's just like why you even have to go there. It's just like going out of your way to say something that's just like dumb. Like it's pretty obvious he's just like jealous of everybody who's on the show and just a fucking Very loser. Obvious. Just being a loser. Yeah, sorry, like, I was howdy like, be. I was a little low on deets, and so I did the shrimp dick tweet uh, to this week. So there you go. Hey, I thought it was great. <laughs> Moving on. MVP of the episode, Chris Warren. Um, you know, this was one of those ones that was kind of hard to pick, but uh, I feel like throughout this recording, this episode. One just rose to the top, and I have to give it to Bananas. I have to give it to Bananas. 40th birthday, he's still doing it. $1.8 million. I don't know, like, and it sounds like he's, you know, got the producers. Uh, he's in the producers' ears. He's kind of, like, running the show on the cast side of things. Um, I don't know. Just everything we talked about sounds pretty good. I don't know. I'm just going to make it my MVP because nobody <laughs> else was really worth it this week. There you go, man. I think that's a good MVP. Uh, I'm going to go a little different route. I'm, I'm going to give it to Olivia. Uh, we talked about how she's kind of, you know, proven herself, you know, with Horatio this season, doing well. And, you know, took took one right, you know, like Nelly just fucking sends her in. They've been smooching. And, you know, she didn't, you didn't, you know, cause a fit, didn't say anything, respected it, and went in there and fucking won the, the elimination. So, I think that's deserving of an MVP. You know, so do I, which is why I also gave it to Olivia. I mean, that a lot of people would freak out during that moment. Yes. And not only didn't she, she refocused, won the elimination, and I hope she makes things awkward for, for Nelson now. <laughs> I can't for wait for now. next week. <laughs> Loser of the episode, Chris. Who do you got? Uh so my loser or losers, uh, as much as I wanted to give it to Nelson for being in Fessy's pocket, I got to give it to Jay and Michelle. I wouldn't have gone that direction, but after they lost the elimination, they were just being so whiny about the whole thing. Like, <laughs> oh my God, there's so many times where like people get eliminated and they're like, you know, they're upset and understandably so, but like you know, they still kind of like shake it off and they're like, yeah, you know, it didn't work out, whatever. Or, you know, they at least, you know, 
shake hands with the other team, whatever it was. And they did that, but like they just kept whining about, oh, I couldn't hear anything. About, what, are you telling the other team? Yeah. yeah. What do you think is going to happen when you're just trying to play this game the way you played the game? Like nobody likes you there. Your drama with your friends is the dumbest things I've ever seen. <laughs> just go home. I don't care. I think they're, you know, in a weird way, I think they're good for the show, but like, man, they're, they're big, 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 big L losers this week. So see ya. Don't care. Would not be upset at all if they never return. They're not even like annoying in the good TV sense right. like Josh right. is. They just, they bring nothing and I don't need them. Uh, yo, shout out Josh. I miss Josh. We got to get, <laughs> we got to, we got to like, Get him back on. I, I forgot about him for a second. He just mentioned him. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Amber this week. She just annoyed the fuck out of me tonight, man. Like, just come on, chill out, okay? She hugged you bad or something, and now you're sad and like you want to cause a drama and like get on some camera time or something. I don't know. It was just it was just ridiculous, and it just felt like very forced and like you said, Chris, so fucking boring. And it took up, you know, 20 minutes of the episode or something. It was, it was a lot. And it was over a, a, a hug, a, a weird hug. Like after someone just found out they're going into elimination and they can't be mad for a second. Uh, anyways, I, I'm giving it to Amber. She just, it was just too much. Dude, something with Amber too is just like, she's just so cocky. Like, I get it. She won her first season, right? Yeah. With CT and with, you know, Full credit, like she crushed earned the it. final. Yeah, she earned it. Like, but then she came back acting like she's the shit, and like she has ever since. And she just walks around like she's amazing at this game. When it's like, I don't know, it feels like you kind of not lucked into it, but like you kind of did, like a little bit. Um, I like I don't know if she's deserving of like the cockiness she's she has or the confidence she has or whatever you want to call it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Something about her. I'm like, she just needs to chill out a little bit. And I think I would actually like her if she did. But just too much. Too much. I'm going to give the loser to uh, our man, Nelly T. He, uh, <laughs> I, was, I was scared he was going to have a, a breakdown up there. I mean, I'm, I've never... We've seen Nelson um, go through some troubles on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Never before was he in a darker place than standing there with that safe dagger. <laughs> it was rough, man. Um, so I felt for him. And you just knew it was setting up the whole show that that's where it was going to end up. And it would only happen to a guy like Nelly. Love him, but that was rough. He's my loser. Makes sense. Man, Nelly. He's, a, he's always asking for forgiveness from great women. <laughs> <laughs> Big facts. Big facts. <laughs> Until next week, that's it from the tribunal. Don't be a quitter. Don't be a layup. You guys killed it. Bye. Bye. What an act. <laughs>